Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Physical Digital Tiny Room. It is currently late Thursday evening, and you will be listening to this early Monday morning, hopefully. So prepare for some somewhat out-of-date news and opinions. Yeah. Of the two people named in Michael and Benjamin's podcast, I am Michael, and I am joined today by the man who has never been called the Big Ben of Irish podcasting. It's Ben. Oh, I am sadly average height. Ben... There's also a kind of double meaning there on why I'm on the wrong side of the room, Ben. It's so weird. Yeah, you're funny. Very <laughs> we've swapped because we've found that not only am I not that big, I'm quite echoey. I'm hollow inside. Yes. Like a walnut. Like a walnut. Yeah. Ben, tell yes. them why I've called you not Big Ben, though. Cause uh, because I'm, well, I think it's possibly a play on the fact that I'm leaving for, for Londinium. Yeah, because that's Man. where the famous clock tower Big no. Ben is is Big Ben the is Big Ben the clock or the bell? It's a clock. It's Big Ben clock. the clock. It's Big Ben's the clock. Mm. Anyway, Ben, do the theme music. <gasps> theme music for the podcast. We don't actually have any theme music, but I hope someone will mix them up for us. Don't wanna name any names Rachel, I hope it's Rachel Brilliant <laughs> Never never won't be funny Benjamin Yes uh, The biggest pop culture thing happening this week is that I Well, not it's not the fact that the thing that happened with me isn't the biggest pop Look Ben, long story short I've seen The Predator Good Yes. Good. Yes. So Arnold's back, full form. No, Arnold isn't in it. What? No, it's Boyd Holbrook. What? Well, that doesn't ha- that doesn't roll off the tongue like. It doesn't, Arnold, does it? No. He's he's gonna need a better name if he wants to be a superstar. Yeah, because like in the in the forties and fifties and sixties, Jewish people had to change their names all the time. Rock Hudson. Yeah, Rock Hudson was not a real name. Was it not? No. What's his real name? Don't know, but it's not Rock Hudson. Stan Lee. Stan Lee, who had a big old. Jewish ethnicity name Stanley Leibovitz something like that yeah, yeah. Um, anyway his brother kept it his brother did a bit of work on the comics here and there this is unusually early to be so diverted <laughs> yeah sorry did you see the really weird thing on his Instagram lately Stan Lee yeah Stanley's Instagram is filled with this weird off-brand series that apparently he created called the workforce and it's an office place yeah it's bizarre it looks like a real cheap Instagram comic. It's awful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's bonkers. I'm not going to unfollow him because he's Stan Lee. I don't think it is Stan Lee, though. No, it's some mad person who's kind of using his who's fame. Who's still using his bloody fame? Like, mm. uh, That's not good, is it? No, it's not great. Anyway, speaking Sad of times. predators. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a nice segue. Yeah, wasn't it? It was pretty good. Smooth. Ben, did you like the first Predator? <gasps> yes. It's an all-time classic, isn't it's it? It's an all-time classic from from the strange woman who goes to wait on the chopper and falls in love with Arnold Schwarzenegger just because he survives. Yeah, that's all you need. All you to, need the, to be the last man standing there. To the then. poor Shane Black dying because yeah. he bloody went to stop her. And, oh, yeah. man. Um, Shane Black wrote and directed this one. Yeah. It's very obviously that Shane, Shane Black wrote and directed as well. I like a Shane Black there's, ensemble, though. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Shane Black fan. There's lots of Shane Black dialogue in it. Mm. And it was filmed and produced before Olivia Munn hated Shane Black. 
Does she hate him? Hate him now? I think so. Full like hate him. Pretty much not talking to him and oh. begrudgingly finishing her her commitments to promoting the film. That's a bit awkward, isn't it? It is a bit awkward, and you can see she's doing all the promotion and she's smiling, but there's a kind of sadness behind the it's eyes. It's a dead smile. A little bit. Yeah, it's a dead. And smile. I think she feels really betrayed by her cast members because they're not kind of backing her up. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, there's no one of massive note there, is there? Boyd Holbrook. He's not a massive note. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane is a bit of a, in terms of nerdy circles, a bit of a knock. Alfie Allen. Uh, Theon Greyjoy from Game oh, of Thrones. That's Li- a bit Lily of a knock. Allen's brother. Inexplicably, Doing much Ben. Better yeah, than yeah, Allen. very good. Uh, inexplicably, an Irishman's a spouse. Really? Yeah. Huh. Took me out of it a little bit. Is okay. it like? Can't blame you. I don't know what it is with American casting directors and going, England, Ireland, basically the same. Yeah, basically the same. You'll do an Irish accent. They're often the same group of islands. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, exceptionally bad. uh, No, it's not an exceptionally bad accent, but it's a bad accent. It's a bit rough. Yeah. uh, Like, not bad enough that it would take you out of it like Friday in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, that's not great. The power levels are rising, boss. But, uh... (laughs) I don't know what to do, boss. Yeah, still not good, though. Um... Oh, Keegan-Michael Key is in it. He's, mm. he, he's a big, he's a heavy hitter in mm. his own way. He has a very good joke. Does he? I'm not going to spoil the joke. Don't. I'm I'm not pro- I might actually go see it. It, it is my favourite dirty joke. It's a little bit like reminiscent of the dirty jokes from the opening scenes of the original. Oh, good. Except this time they're all telling each other gross jokes on a on a bus instead of a helicopter. But it's very good. Oh, good. Also, they get all the they get all of the necessary homages out of the way in the first half hour or so. Oh. So every line that you expect them to say, they say in that first half hour or so. Do you know what I completely forgot and really enjoyed living through again when I rewatched it there last week? What? The Billy Knife scene. Billy's great. <laughs> he throws the gun away and he's just like, time to go mano and mano. Yeah, <laughs> it's just he... like, what? Have you read the weird internet fan theory about that scene? No. The weird internet fan theory says there are multiple predators and Billy actually managed to kill one. Oh. In that fight that we see. Are you sure that's not just people trying to give Billy a fair shake? Yeah, before fan theory. Yeah, yeah. Fan theory. Yeah. Also, if you've seen Predators. Yeah. I, I personally always thought that the scene where the, the Yakuza guy sword fights the Predator. Is that in the beginning? No, it's towards the towards the denouement. Okay. Um, he sword fights the Predator and they kill each other. It's a draw. Mm, nice. And I always thought that was a kind of apology for Billy. <laughs> Oh, so so has Bill. <laughs> yeah, like uh, not no, not necessarily sorry to Billy, but sorry to the audience for letting Billy die off screen and not. Yeah, giving Billy us shouldn't have died off scene that, or off screen. Not showing it. us the kind of yeah. cool fight that we were all waiting for. That was a pretty cool. There's, it's just the close up on the knife that I love more than anything else. He just takes it out and it's just hit the glistening abs. That was probably with this, <laughs> with the knife going across. probably his own knife. He's a weird dude. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's a really sunny, sunny something. I can't. I remember the name. he's just a guy who turned up on set with a knife basically and they yeah. were like well we gotta put him off screen they had bodyguards on set to keep him away from the rest of the cast really because he was a notorious loose cannon oh yeah a bit of a, a loose egg goodness newest type of egg newest type of egg look Ben it's not a good film oh it's saved by good action and good Shane Black dialogue oh dear 
but the plot is bloody ridiculous and super predators yeah, oh, look it's unnecessary there's lots of unnecessary nonsense the first film is great because it's an alien who came to the planet to kill a few dudes yeah but it's a nice close it's a nice closed environment yeah michael you know how i feel about a closed a closed set i like a tight kind of scenario where everyone's <laughs> stop that michael Ben enjoys a tight scenario. I like a scenario where you know every. It's kind of like a locked room play. Mm. You know, you got you got you got your elements. It's not much variation in the elements. You're depending on the actors and a little bit of stuff. You see, as soon as you start having other characters explaining the predators' motivations based on something they figured out, you know you've gone too far. Nah, Adrian Brodying it. Mm. I don't. I don't like Adrian Brodying. I like Adrian Brody. I like Adrian Brody. I don't mm. like Adrian Brodying things. A- Adrian Brody was the previous generation's uh, Kylo Ren. Yes, Adam Driver. Yeah, he's 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 Adam Driver one He's that kind of ugly but handsome. Yeah. yeah, handsomely ugly. So let us know down below who's who's ugly, handsome, or more. Is is Adrian Brody <laughs> <laughs> uglier, handsome, or handsome uglier? I don't I don't more, know how to phrase more this. uglier, handsome, more uglier, handsome than ah that's what it is. More uglier, handsome yeah. than bloody bloody driver, Adam bloody Adam Driver. What else is going on then? Uh, well, there's look Ben, oh, go see it. I, I will. I was I went to see it because I'm on holidays, as you know, <laughs> and I was going to I was going to text you, and I was going oh I'll text Ben. He might want to go see Predator, and I thought he can't go see Predator, can he? Because he's in work. <laughs> and to be honest, I enjoyed that sensation more than the film. <laughs> At least I brought you some kind of joy <laughs> in those strange, strange moments. I went with a um, friend of the podcast at Podcast Wanker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's nice. That's, that's, that is actually happening. That's just not. That's not just a nightmare that I'm having occasionally, <laughs> where it's like, oh, I dreamt that Mick was hedging me out of the podcast. Yeah, but no, you are okay. Yeah. Moving on. Great. Uh, have you have you been looking at the trailers? It's release season, Michael, where we're where we're lining up all the winter watching. Oh, for the for the televisions. For the for the televisions, Michael. So um, I normally don't care for television, as you know, Michael. I am very, 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 very invested in Netflix, as you know, Michael. I find yeah. it to be a fascinating new realm of of entertainment. A realm of possibilities. The Cone Brothers have just dropped the trailer for their new movie coming out November 13th. On Netflix? With Netflix. Oh. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. You said they're the Cone Brothers. Are they two brothers who are traffic cones? They are not, oh. surprisingly. They are quite a famous duo of directors, Joel uh-huh. and Ethan. Uh-huh. Um, they've done quite a few movies of note, No Country for Old Men, The Big Lebowski, which I don't think you're a fan of. Uh, look, I can take or leave it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Only because my friend Dan looks like the dude. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, he's a real son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Miller's Crossing, those kinds of films. Mm-hmm. But traditionally, big studio guys, big like yeah. film guys. They're, as in, they're they're the movie guys. They're so they're famous men. Interesting move for them. But more interesting than that, Michael, did you see the trailer for graphic novel adaptation Hilda? Ben, yes, I did. You showed it to me just before we started. Remember? Ah, the old conceit. It's a conceit. It's a, I don't have a humorous conceit plan for this week, so no, that'll do. Um, ben, I did see it. It looks like Gravity Falls. It, it sounds like Gravity exactly Falls. Exactly like Gravity Falls. But, yes. Michael, as you, as you quipped, it has the millennial... Whoa, yep. whoa, I, ha- I hate that sound. Whoa, Look, whoa, please stop. Please whoa, stop. I don't think that's even whoa. it. <laughs> that's not even it. Uh, but look, the, you can it's watch... the Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Hey! 
you can watch the bloody trailer and if you don't get turned off by that bloody millennial sound three quarters of the way through it, it, you must it, be millennial. it looks a bit like a lo-fi more sincere gravity faults for me it struck me very much as cartoon saloon secret of kells mm. uh style animation combined with a gravity falls style plot with a little bit more heartfelt emotion. Is it a cartoon saloon? Is it a? Uh, it's not one of theirs. It's not one of theirs. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't look it up. We probably should have checked. It seems very up their street, though. Mm. You know, natural world with a lot of of wonderful stuff. Mm. I probably should have checked. I may I may secretly check under the table here, Michael. You go check there. When um, I but yeah, it's based on a series of graphic novels. Does the series of graphic novels, Ben? And I hope you can tell me this without having to check it. Does that predate Gravity Falls? Uh, it does in certain cases. Yes, the orig- um... the first volume. Of there's six volumes. Six Benjamin, volumes. there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. Uh, Hilda and the Midnight Giant was the the. Oh, maybe it didn't predate the, 2012. I think it well predated. I don't know when Gravity Falls came out. It might Gravity Falls is after 2012. Was it? I think. To be fair, Gravity Falls borrowed very heavily from a series called Over the Garden Wall, which I've mentioned to you before. Yes, it did. Um, As I say, Ben, nothing new. Oh, my oh, bloody phone! Oh, your bloody got phone! A bloody ma- Who have I got a message from? Podcast professionalism. <laughs> um. Over the Garden Wall, Ben, I've never seen it. Um, it's very good. It's a 12-episode miniseries uh, for free on the Cartoon Network uh, YouTube channel. Oh, okay, um, I'll watch that then. It's bloody great. Um, but yeah, very up their street, very much tapping into the Gravity Falls weird, the natural world is wonderful mm-hmm. in its own special kind of way, listen to the wind as it whispers. You know, Pocahontas for millennials. Mm, bloody millennials. Does it have that bloody sound? Bloody millennials. I'm afraid it does have that it's called the millennial whoop the millennial whoop yeah explain it's that well i can't do it because i'm not a millennial well you know some by some definitions i am which sickens me when were you born 82 (laughs) i made you admit it on the podcast no it's not Um, a secret um i don't care i think it's quite (laughs) funny uh no it is a japanese animator that is handmade a man called a single man uh now hero Ishibashi. No, it does I've not. I've just made up here. a Japanese name there. Oh, God damn it. Ben, this Andy is... Coyle. No, sorry. Not Andy... a Japanese <laughs> thing at all. Famous Japanese not man. A... <laughs> not Andrew a Japanese... Coyle. Completely wrong. It's an interesting It's an interesting thing. And I'm sure I'm sure some SJWs will get on it eventually. No. Nope. Cultural appropriation. English comic book um, published by... In London. Mm-hmm. Um, she's voiced by an English actress. Um, Scandinavian. Um, based mythology yeah lots of trolls Scandinavian based names Trollberg mm. is the name of one of the places yeah. um, Hilda so I'm sure Hilda being a traditionally Scandinavian name um, so I'm sure we'll have an SJ Dub controversy well, in there somewhere Ben mind you I've never heard SJ Dubs give out about white cultural appropriation Ben well, let's bloody <laughs> go down that bloody thorny alleyway you've just set up there Yay! why don't we uh, speaking of cultural appropriation and Controversy Thanks. and the internet. We have a trifecta, of, trifecta of, of news today. That's ben, three. Do and I mean this, Ben. I'm not. This is not hyperbole. Do a twenty second description of what The Witcher is, please. The Witcher. I'm is... looking at the timer. <laughs> okay, can I go now? Go. The Witcher is a trilogy of games from Project Red, centered around a pre-medieval universe. Um, Patrolled by bunches of monsters and they're policed by a bunch of people called the witches who have special powers who are hated by the people who live in the villages but are necessary because if they don't have them, then that'll the monsters do, will take do. over. Yeah, that'll do, that'll do, that'll do. That's all right. That's pretty good. Yeah, good. So uh, one of the most popular characters in The Witcher is called Siri. 
Yes. And Siri is, uh, you know, as you know, Ben, I haven't made my way through The Witcher 3. So I only know of Siri from cosplayers, basically, and a little bit from the game. Is that the but lady with the white hair that I see on Instagram? The lady with the white hair, exactly. She has white hair, she's pale, she has green eyes. She's a young female witcher in training. I see. Who is the the daughter of two royal families. The name of the game, The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, is about a wild hunt, a group of supernatural entities who are chasing Siri for some reason. Traditionally Scandinavian in English mythology. Uh, Celtic too. Well, that's the thing. You you said that The Witcher is a game series. The Witcher is actually a book series. Oh, first yeah, and foremost. from the Polish. From the Polish author. people. Yeah. The people of Poland. You're absolutely uh, right. Along with kielbasa, their most important cultural export. Sausage? Yes, yeah, a sausage. Mm. And my friend Philip. Polish? Yeah. Mm. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't think you can call him Polish <laughs> Philip, can you? That's probably... No. Yeah, we call him Polish Thunder. Oh, nice. That's yeah, so much cooler. Yeah, it's good at punching. Oh. Anyway, what was I saying before that? Um, yes, yeah, uh, The Witcher, very popular in Poland. Um, and Short the, stories? The game, no, novels. Mm-hmm. Translated into English mm-hmm. as well. Um, and the games are from a Polish game studio as well. Is that Project Red? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're good eggs. Good eggs all So around. anyway, right? Um, the Witcher is going to be on a Netflix. A Netflix? With a Henry Cavill. A Henry Cavill. Yes, and he's going to play it with an English accent, presumably, which is fine, because, you know, when we translate things into English, we expect medieval people to have British accents. When you want a refined badass, he has to have an English accent. Mm. He has to be able to quip smoothly when he takes people out. Yeah, in the jacks. That is traditionally how he does it, cocked fist and all. Yeah. Um, I can't see Henry Cavill as the Witcher. Well, I well, no one can see him yet, because he's, he's got a very broad face. It's not available yet. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll do it. The interesting thing, here's the controversy, Ben, and you enjoy a controversy. I love a controversy, Michael. A casting, a presumably real casting call was released for The Witcher. Mm. And the casting call for Siri is looking for a 15 or 16-year-old girl mm. who can play down to 13 or 14, mm. which is fine because there'll be flashbacks. Mm. Um, and is a word I've never heard before. Bame. Bame. Okay. Bame. B A M E. B A M E. Black American? Black Asian minority ethnic. Sorry? Not white. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when I saw it, I thought it might have meant black Asian Middle Eastern. Which would also work. Which would also work. Uh, yeah, but it, apparently it's black, Asian, minority, ethnic. But really black, it means not white, basically. Oh. Mm, right? Interesting. And I, I enjoy a controversy, Michael, but that sounds like it's pretty dodgy territory there. Uh, that's uh, that's some profile. The, well, ben, the internet has gone wild. Good. Good. <laughs> oh, we knew it would, Michael. We mm. knew it would. Um, what's happening? Go on, fill me in. Well, the thing is, you know, Ben, let me, let me speak personally, first of all. Go. I don't have that much of a connection to this character, so I don't care what she looks like. Yeah. Um, also, it's quite common practice now to, to change the ethnicity of a character. Right. In adaptation. Um, in adaptations, it's quite common to change the ethnicity of a yeah. character, as you've said. Heimdall. Yeah, Heimdall. Domino. Domino. Um, Johnny Storm. Traditionally gone very well. Johnny uh, Storm was probably one of the better things about... Black Panther played by a white man (laughs) that was a very very racist use of makeup in that movie Uh, Nicholas Fury yeah that's a big one Um, so 
you know, from that point of view, who cares? Like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. Right? What for me? That's for me personally. Now let me play the devil's avocado for a moment. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's back. Thank you, Stephen Short, for Thank our delightful you, artwork. Short for our delightful artwork. Yeah, very, very much appreciated. Very good. Very nice, wasn't very it? Vectored. I, I don't it. know if it was as good as the original, but don't know, it was very you, good. don't know if we had to bash millennials in the in the, the little <laughs> tagline that went to the bottom, Stephen. But I suppose you know, to each artist their own. So there are some people who are upset that Siri should be white. Inevitably, inevitably, you know they're they'll be upset. Inevitably, uh, because uh, correct me if I'm go, wrong here. Go on, but, but, uh, oh Ben, the, the, the witches, <laughs> the witches seem to be, dare I say it, a bit of a a, a white supremacy fantasy in certain, not intentionally, mm. but they could be seen as as you know bastions of pure whiteness. That's very interesting. There are black characters in the Witcher series. Are there? Yeah, they're from different countries. I've read a comic book. Go on, adaptation of The Witcher. Oh, have you? Yes. They did a series of adaptations over the years for, directly from the short stories using the imagery from the games. That's interesting. Um, not bad. Like little mini horror vignettes with Geralt as the central. Uh, very much in the same way that the spirit... Or not the spirit. Who's the character? The oh, spider. Damn it. No. This is podcast no. magic, Ben. Very much in the same way that um, Fury... Uh, oh, Mad Max is used. He's kind of the... Oh, he's kind the of a thing passenger. that other characters okay. orbit around, mm-hmm. and Geralt is the same thing mm-hmm. in those comics. It's oh, good. It's good. Um, what was I saying? Yes. On, so there are there are there will be people who are upset. The same people who were upset when Heimdall was black, because were people it's upset when Heimdall was very black? much so. Like it's based on Scandinavian mythology. Scandinavian people are white. He should be white. Luckily, I think we're past that. Those people still exist. But I think most of us ignore them. Serious dopes. There was very little blowback when Valkyrie was black. Good. Which is, uh, I think, good. Progress. Now, on the other hand, oh. on the other hand, I don't ben, like when you snare me like that. But look, the Devil's Avocado again here. They have done a casting call and said, not white. That's not good. That's <laughs> not really ideal, is it? It's not even, it's not even so much that it's not white. It's also the way they reference it as black, Asian, Asian minority, m- ethnic. Yeah. That's... That's ropey for both sides, isn't it? <laughs> like that's that's kind of messed up, and you can just imagine the kind of definitely a white person that put that casting call out. They oh, were yeah. like, they yeah. were like, we need a minority. Yeah. I, I How do we so. advertise that? Just stick down minority. It's fine. Like on the same note, I don't know if you saw the uh, the the oh, bloody hell. I've got Ben syndrome. Sorry. I don't know if you saw the concept art for Domino from Deadpool two. Was she white? No, she was black. Oh. Before casting of Zazie Beats. Oh. So I think it's another one of those. I think they're... Well, I, they're purposely filling the the quota. Exactly. Now, Ben, I don't care. No, because it doesn't really make that much of a difference when you're watching the film. Yeah. I thought Zazie Beats was great. I thought she was very good. One of the best things about Deadpool 2. Yes. Um... It's an affirmative action thing. It's really what do you feel about affirmative action and where do you feel affirmative action has a place in oh, your entertainment? Oh, God. Um, that's, that's, there's a, it's a, there's hornet's, a hornet's nest. It's a whore's nest, Ben. Kick it and whores will come streaming I out. I don't know. It's always kind of interesting for me. I, I find race in America such a heavy issue. Whereas, the Witcher is being produced in Europe. Is it? Well, see, that's, that's more interesting to me because 
we've been watching English television for years, Michael. Mm-hmm. You and but I personally. I, you and I personally have sit down on the couch every Tuesday evening between mm-hmm. six and eight, and we watch whatever the BBC has to offer and Channel Four for feeling raunchy. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Me and Michael live very separate lives outside of the tiny room. Um, but generally speaking, we're very, we're quite used to seeing a full cast of black, Indian, Asian, mm-hmm. Middle Asian. Middle Asian. <laughs> Middle Asian. Middle Asian. Um, you know, we're quite used to seeing that because it's been very much a part of British TV for a long mm-hmm. time. Like, even going back to the 70s. There's a lot of stereotypes in the 70s. Though. Oh, no, no, absolutely. But, like, one of one of the more positive examples I think you could find was um, Only Fools and Horses. Mm-hmm. They had a... I well, hate Only Fools and Horses. Do you? When I was growing up, it was far too English for me. That's fair. I hate Only Fools and Horses... I hate the one about the two drunk women. Oh, absolutely fabulous. That's the one. Hate it. Hate the smoking. Hate the drunk this women. This explains a lot about the two of us. <laughs> this explains a lot about uh, the two of us. I could tolerate the one about the old men having little adventures. Last of the summer wine. Oh, that was awful. Tolerate. Tolerate. Oh, no. Only Fools and Horses was where it's at, man. No. But they, you... had, they had Trigger back in the 70s and Trigger was just a normal working class lad from Peckham who was black who happened to be black was he? I thought Trigger was their white friend no Trigger's the the black character is he? yeah Trigger's the hmm. black character um, and yeah it's one of those you know we're very used to seeing it and then people explode in America all the time damn Americans Americans come on now Americans inherently racist <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Let's move on. Ben, um so speaking of Henry Henry Cavill, have you been Wait, keeping track of Have you been keeping track of the Superman scandal? Yeah, he's bloody out, isn't he's he? He's bound or in or he's out or he's back in. He's out. Or he's out. He's definitely he's, on his way out, isn't he? He's on his way out. Um I saw a good meme of uh the Justice League and Batman and Superman are evaporating yeah, like Thanos well. got yeah, them very They're good. doing the Thanos snap. So um I think it's look for me, he was a terrible Superman. Mm-hmm. For me, he was very stiff. There was no stiff of upper lip, stiff upper because uh, he had a CGI non mustache. Um, but uh, for me, he was a terrible, terrible Superman. He had no sincerity. He so you're glad no... to see the back of him? Not glad to see the back of him. Look, the, the whole so Justice you hate League... to see him leave, but you love to watch him walk away. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's got a great ass. <laughs> um, but generally speaking, like. Justice League's been a bit of a flop, hasn't it? Look, like the whole DC extended the whole universe. DC thing, it's it's due an overhaul. Keep yeah. Gal, keep uh, bloody Momoa. Yeah, 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 uh, and keep. Um, that's going to scare some listeners. Is that going to be Levi? Let's see how it goes. I don't think he's going to be in the league, though. I don't know. That's just a little side project. Well, DC might have, thrown together. They might have to put him in if Superman leaves. Yeah, true. They need a new. Um, no, I think we should still see our Batman and Superman combo, but. I guess we're just rebooting all over again. Are we just going to forget that bloody dark side? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't how's, know. how's it going to happen? Um, they've started rumours. The rumour mill has started. Um, have you seen any of the rumours for no, the replacements? I've not. The forerunner is uh, one Michael B. Jordan. A black Superman. I can't see how that would upset anyone. No. That wouldn't upset anyone, would it? No. Everyone would be fine no, with that. Everyone would be fine with that. He's yeah. only from Kansas in the Deep South and... <laughs> I think he would be That's playing Middle America Is that Middle America? He would be playing the Earth Which Earth Superman is black? I, uh, you should know this You're the Superman guy I'm not I'm not the ma- I'm not the mul- multiverse one Superman of, guy One of the multiverse One of the Superman. multiverses is all black Yeah All oh. black Like no I'm not That's not I'm not 
like I'm not being funny or glib there. One, I'm one of the multiverses. Everyone comes from Africa and the entire world is black. There's mm. no racism because there's no other race. Everyone is black. Mm. No one will be upset if Michael B. Jordan plays black Superman. I wouldn't. You know... The character needs an upgrade. The, uh, look, scrap the whole DC Extended Universe, start again. I, I think it should be a hard reboot. Yeah. I've been a fan of a hard... Like, get Gal back in, because, god damn it, she's yeah. pretty, isn't she? Yeah, get her she's back just, on, don't give her an origin. She's just very attractive. If anyone asks, is her film still canon, just... But she's, she's also an excellent Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. From from a purely acting point of view, she plays it with this lovely warmth and kind of calm and peace that works. Have you ever heard Kate McKinnon's impersonation of her? Yeah, it's, it's quite good. Kate McKinnon good. is the only one in the SNL cast that I can currently watch. Yeah, she's, she's quite very funny. good. Um, ben, let's move on. Go on. Speaking of race baiting, oh God. Uh, Iron Fist season two was on. Very good, you've done a little fist gesture. That was more Black Power than I think you would have wanted. No, Black Power one is that one. Yeah, what? Well, well, I did that one. Visual gold. I did uh, I did Judd Nelson at the end of uh, oh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, yeah. okay, that's what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Ben, mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. alluded last week to there being a bit of a controversy at the end. Yes. We're, we're going to spoil it now, so cover yeah. your Spoilers. ear holes. We'll give you a quick breather. One, two, three. Spoilers. Okay. Colleen Wing is the Iron Fist now. Yeah. Bloody Colleen Wing. She's a lady. She's a lady. She's an Asian. She's an Asian lady. She's a, And uh, she's uh, much more popular than Danny. Yeah. But hard, hard not to see that coming. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Nobody saw that coming. But also, not the worst idea in the world. Here's he the thing, right? Terrible character. Um, I think he was growing on me a little bit. Yeah, but he wasn't growing on you enough to keep him in it, was he? Well, I don't think they're going to get rid of him. I think no, he'll... he's going to be the sidekick now. He's going to be the Gal Friday. I, that's the thing, is he? Because in that post credit scene, he has the two... I didn't ar- see it. You didn't see the post credit scene? post credit scene. In the post credit scene, away. he is in a duster jacket. Oh, God. And he has got two pistols from Orson Randall. A kind of rogue Iron Fist. Yes, I remember. And they are Iron Fist guns. And it's very... It's not explicit... If the Iron Fist power that Danny has, it's several months later, is coming from the pistols or from Danny, but he can charge the guns with Iron Fist power mm-hmm. and shoot an Iron Fist bullet. Oh, and then so Colleen, kind of an Iron Punisher. Yeah, a kind of Indiana Jones-esque Blech. look. And Colleen can charge her sword. I saw her, that. With her because Iron Fist power. Is the power... Oh, because Colleen hasn't gone through any of the challenges that make her a word. She didn't punch a dragon. Yeah, she didn't punch a dragon, so she doesn't get to have the full power. It's split or something? No, no, she has the full power. She has the full power? Okay, I wasn't 100% clear on that. Um, I think Danny's going to step up the mentor role because he was in Kung Lung. Mm -hmm. Uh, He understands all the thing and he'll have to guide her. Well, you see, he's gone off around the world. Is Davos dead now? No. Davos survives and is arrested and Danny has a very nice little chat with him when he's being arrested considering how many people Davos has killed. It's a bit mental. Davos, they, they, Netflix loves an arrest. Yeah. They love an arrest. Well, Jessica Jones murdered the hell out of Kilgrave. That's the only one. Best, best villain they've had on the series. Electro was the killed, wasn't she? Yeah, she came back. And then killed again. Oh, yeah, she was killed again in Defenders. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to keep up though. Uh, Jessica Jones' mother was killed. By she wasn't uh, her friend Rachel. Um, the best, the highlight of season two of Iron Fist was Misty Knight and Colleen Wing working together. Yeah, I um, would like to see them do a procedural TV show with Misty Knight and Colleen Wing investigating things, and like one out of ten things be supernatural. 
That'd be nice. And all the rest just be normal stuff. Just with one woman in a bionic arm and another one with a strange Asian power. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know where you were going there, Ben. My anus clenched with fear. I didn't know what you were going to say. And we're strange not even live. Strange Asian power. So we, I could have edited it out. But Ben, when I first saw it, I went, no, don't like this. Do not. No, no. me gusta. Mucho no me gusta. I said I was in Spain. So I said, mucho no me gusta. Um, because... Why? The first thing that came to my head was, I I felt first of all I felt sorry for Finn Jones. He's dud. He he had to give up his lead role. It He's almost felt like. But then I thought, this is bullshit. It's like if at the end of season two of Buffy, yeah, they had passed the Slayer powers to Xander. It's not the same thing. Why is it not the same thing? It's gone to a woman, so it's fine this time. Oh, you're a son of. A <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have to Ben's retract that next week. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, but like the the whole point of it is it's not gonna go the other way because to be honest, Finn's a bit of a dud, isn't he? Like he's not great. Uh, he was growing. He on was me. growing on you, but he's not enough. Like he wasn't a great lead. But T V shows are all about characters, good characters and growth. No. Imagine how great that series would have been if season one he was a whiny asshole and then by season four he was your favourite hero on TV. Now you'll never know. But Ben, that was my initial reaction. But he might be back. They might give it back to him in season three. They probably will. Because they, you can pass it around now. Apparently. Now now we're going to have Danny's redemption arc where he finally earns the power of the Iron Fist mm-hmm. and, you know, knows how to wield it and he becomes a true... Iron Fister. Yeah, Iron Fister. And he makes a $20 billion deal with the porn industry and he goes <laughs> off and oh, makes his money in. Is it... Is it the fact that we're on opposite sides of the table that's making you be vulgar and me try to keep things on track? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a side of the room thing, baby. It's all aces from here. So um, No, but he, he's going to get it back in season three. Well, he might have already got it back from the after credit scene. Oh, for God's sake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we've already figured out how to do that. And, you know, what, what this is, is it's a chance for, for bloody Danny to go off and earn his right mm-hmm. again. Yeah, so by season four, he might be your favorite character on TV. Ah, not going to happen. <laughs> so anyway, I'm my, initial reaction, season two. my initial reaction was, this is bullshit. But then I thought to myself, you know what, Mick, calm down, you son of a bitch. Because things like this happen. You look like that uh, you're, with your face peeping over the pop filter. <laughs> you look like that. You know that kind of the, the original meme from World War Two with the two eyeballs pe- popping yeah. over the thing? What's he called again? Don't know. Something was here. Doesn't matter. Ernst. Um, was it? No. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so my original thought was, screw this, I don't like it. Then I thought, calm down, Mickey, son of a bitch. I, if this had happened in the comics in the 60s, mm-hmm. and let's say that in the 60s, Colleen Wing had proved, I know Colleen Wing didn't even exist in the 60s, but, but in the 60s, if Colleen Wing had proved to be the more popular character... She would have become Iron Fist. Yeah. And she would have been the Iron Fist that we got on the TV show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people would have lost their shit regardless. People would have lost their shit and then... If you had a Buffy to Xander moment. Exactly. A Bander moment. Yeah. <laughs> or a Zuffy. Zuffy? Zuffy so moment. What I, so then that, that got our brains thinking then. Yeah. Of any time where this might have happened in the past. A sniff a segue. Where a bloody secondary or supporting character might have... St- Stolen the limelight from its uh, from the original star. Take us home, Michael. Look, then the most famous example is probably the Fonz. 
Hey. That's it, very good. Ben's yeah. given us the two thumbs up. Yeah. From Happy Days, Ben, he was brought in as a supporting character and then by the end of the season, he was the star of the show. He was all anybody wanted. Yeah. Um, we're not going to talk about the fonts too much because it's both before our time and not really our remit. Really relevant. Uh, Steve Urkel is another famous one as well. Did I do that? Very good. Uh, but again, not really my... Oh, look at the low... How low that is on the waves. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. God, we're good at this, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very self-deprecating. <laughs> um, yeah. So Steve Urkel. But the most modern example in in the kind of world of sitcoms is Sheldon Cooper. Ugh. Because uh, the Big Bang Theory was clearly meant to be about Leonard. Yes, clearly. Leonard and Penny. Leonard finds love. Yeah. But then Sheldon Cooper stole the show. And he it, also now has a prequel. And it, uh, yeah, the young like Sheldon, yeah. uh, which has spawned several, several Lawsuits. autism, Asperger's syndrome friendly series out of that. The Good Doctor um, and also Atypical on Netflix are two examples of that. Predators. Is, the Predator is also very autism friendly. Uh, is the young fella autistic? He is. Hmm. And it's a big plot point, actually, without spoiling too much. Can Predators not sense autistic people? Look, I'm not going to tell you, Ben, because I just said without spoiling too much. Because they don't have the Ben, stop guessing. Response. Stop. <laughs> um, they can't read the social cues so they drop their weapons sooner. So, yes, Sean Cooper. <laughs> Hang on, let's pay Ben botches an autism no, diagnosis. No, leave it alone. Come on. Leave it alone. But anyway, yeah, sorry, you were saying. Uh, yeah, Sean Cooper, he's a famous example of that. Yeah. Give us some more there. Give you some more examples. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been... Lots of them, Michael, over the years. I, I tend to focus on villains when that happens. I love when a villain outshines his hero. Um, so for a, a great example is Demolition Man was a great movie that we all have a soft spot for for some reason. Uh, <laughs> inexplicably. Inexplicably. <laughs> one of the best Stallone vehicles to ever exist. And it's so off-brand and off-canon. It's great. I thought that Demolition Man was popular because of the time in my life that it hit. But clearly that is not the case because no. you are a good decade younger than me. And you also like it. Do you know what I loved when I was a kid? Uh, bloody running around stealing knickers. <laughs> from Makes me the, into a very perverted little boy. But, um, what colour is my jumper, Michael? It's orange, Benjamin. What colour was one of the characters' t-shirts, tank top things in, in bloody Demolition Man, Michael? Oh, I mean, almost everybody had a top on. Blue. It was, it was orange. It was an orangey yellow. Orange. Simon um, Phoenix, Michael. Remember, remember Phoenix. when we met Simon Phoenix at Dublin Comic Con? Very charismatic man. Very nice man. He does a uh, jujitsu. I'm going to fight him. Oh, you're going to fight him? Yeah, he gonna... might win. Nah, he's a big guy. Don't worry about it. He's a big guy. I got it under control. You got it under control. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, he's a real nice guy, though. He is. Um, we don't know his real name, do we? He's just it's police cosplay. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't give us his real name, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Simon Phoenix, bloody Simon Phoenix. Loved Simon Phoenix. He was wacky. He was out there. He was kind of all the animaniac stuff that was big in the nineties in one mm-hmm. human being as a serial killer, mass murderer kind of type character. He, he was great. He could have been a good example of what I meant. The only, you see. What I was talking about really was in the in the sense that Colin Wing has kind of stolen the show. Oh, out a from sneaky under. little side character, like a sneaky little well, a sneaky little side character. But now she is the Iron Fist, mm. and if there is a season three of Iron Fist, I imagine it's going to be about Colin Wing. I hope so. So Simon Phoenix, I might watch season three. But... <laughs> <laughs> Simon Phoenix could be a great example of this if they made a follow up movie to Demolition Man. And it didn't have Stallone's character in it. 
because nobody really cared about Stallone's character. And it was a this. Simon Phoenix prequel where he had autism. Or a... <laughs> no! Why is everything about autism today? Young Phoenix. <laughs> or it was just a Simon Phoenix follow-up movie. Yeah. Like a Simon yeah. Phoenix sequel. Then it would be Fair a great enough. example of the thing that I was talking about. Um, but that probably only didn't happen because Wesley Snipes is so unstable. He's quite a difficult man. He's a madman, isn't he? Yeah. Doesn't like taxes. One of my favourite things about Wesley Snipes is the famous scene in Blade mm-hmm. 3, yes. Trinity, where he refuses to wake up. He's on a table and he's supposed to dramatically wake up and Wesley Snipes wouldn't do it. Why so not? They, He's just a dick. He was fighting with the director and he wouldn't dramatically wake up. So they had to CG his eyes opening with like 2002 CG. Jesus. I think they just put paper cutouts of open eyes over his eyes. It's mental looking. Oh, wow. You can find that on the internet. That's then. rough. It's, I'm looking forward to it's it. It's well worth looking. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I suppose if, if, if we're looking at it from, from that perspective. Michael, Go on, yeah. Um, or let's say, right, in Buffy... Remember Buffy? Yes. Imagine if after season three of Buffy, yeah, uh, Buffy had stayed dead, yeah, and Faith had continued as the Slayer, mm. and the show was still called Buffy. Mm. I, I would have watched it. I thought yeah, Faith, Faith was a lot was more good. charismatic than Buffy. Anyone's Buffy was, more charismatic than Sarah Michelle Gellar. Buffy was one of the least charismatic characters in Buffy. Like yeah. there was a real risk of that happening with Willow, even. Willow was quite one-dimensional. She was a bit. That's why they made her a lesbian. She was a Ben. That is why. What is? There was nineties logic. How do we spice this up? Let's be really insensitive and just switch the character around. That was that was what the nineties did. She was discovering herself. No, she wasn't. She was becoming. She was. She was. She was completely straight one episode, then completely gay the next. That's what. That's how it happened. That's not not an overnight thing, Michael. Well, she didn't know she was gay. Then she figured it out with magic. Just like that. Yeah. Just, um, no, kind of I, I mean, if we're looking at it that way, I suppose Wolverine is a pretty good example. Go on. Um, from the original. So he was introduced to the X-Men. Wolverine's a great example, Ben. That is a good example. <laughs> well done. <laughs> okay. Um, That's very good. So he was introduced to the X-Men in Uncanny X-Men, giant uh, giant issue number one, um, where the professor has to find a new team of yeah. mutants. But he was originally introduced as an antagonist for the Bloody Hulk. The Bloody um, Hulk, one of the less the, famous Hulk. One of the less famous Hulks. Back in the day, it was Wendigo versus, or Wendigo, depending mm. on who you talk to, um, versus Hulk versus Wolverine. I'm going to let you finish, Ben. Go on. But I'm going to interrupt you to tell you that according to the Avengers run by Jason A.A. Ron, I've stolen a joke there from Keegan Michael Payne. A.A. Ron. Um, the Wendigo has been on Earth since the beginning. One of the primeval monsters of the... Get out of here, Avengers retcon. That Avengers retcon and crap can go suck, really, a, suck an egg. It's, I mean, the art is so nice. The art is lovely. Oliver Co... Edward McGuinness. Oh, no, it's Ed McGuinness. Yeah, he's great. Is it he's Edward? a great Hulk. He does a very good Hulk. He's a great Hulk. Um, one of the best Marvel Legends Hulk figures is an Ed McGuinness Hulk. Oh, excellent. There's no good Marvel Legends generic comic book Hulk action figure. There's a bit of news for you. Hmm. Get on, get on that, Ben. Mm. Get up on that and figure that out. Well, anyway, Wolverine. Um, Wolverine then kind of stole the show slowly. Like he, mm. he was originally kind of a bit of a. They wanted to introduce a bit more tension between Gene and Scott, so he falls in love with Gene Grey, and then much to the surprise, people were like, "Yeah, 
Yeah, screw Scott. Yeah, screw him. Uh, <laughs> so boring. Screw. I think people were kind of like, yeah, let's get spot. You know, something to come up against, something to, to mm-hmm. push him a little bit further. But then everyone was like, yeah, give it to the the Canadian, Canadian man, like twice her age. Yeah, do that. But wasn't he envisioned envisaged as a little hairy teenager? Uh, I think he was originally like that, but then it, they realized that they couldn't have a little teenager that drank and smoked mm-hmm. and and did all that stuff. So they kind of introduced him as that rough and gruff Canadian man who could be any age, mm-hmm. um, who could be any age. Um, and he kind of he has taken over in a huge way to the point where even his own sidekicks now have their own comic books. Yeah, but his own sidekicks deserve them. In some way, I don't know. Wolverine has run his course. It's very much a, a though. I shudder to say this. It's a non-PC character for a very PC time. Because he drinks and smokes. He drinks, smokes. Used to be very misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Used to be very darlingy. Mm-hmm. Darling was the second word after bub. Now we've changed it to bub. But originally it was darling for women and bub for men. Mm. Um, you know, and they, he had all these attitudes about you should stay there because you're a woman and that's where you are and blah, blah, blah. And we've changed that over the years and Kitty Pride has taught him to be a better man and stuff mm-hmm. like that over the years. And that's fine. But uh, yeah, Laura McKinney, uh, not Laura McKinney, is it Laura McKinney? Yeah, that's I think it is Laura X-23. McKinney. Yeah, X-23 uh, took over the mantle when he, when he went and died. Then she got a sidekick. Then she got a sidekick. Honey Badger. Uh, thank you very much to um, ten- Lights, Tentacles. Lights, action. Camera, Tentacles. Lights, Camera, Tentacles. Thank you. And Rambling Rob. And Rambling Rob for pointing that out. Uh, Honey Badger is either much hated or much loved. Um, it's a tiny little, spoilers, botched clone mm. um, of Laura, um, who is possibly more powerful than Laura. They love that. Everyone's more powerful. They love, they love when it's like, oh, you're a clone, but maybe secretly a very powerful clone. Um, they love that. Um, so yeah she's there some people love her some people hate her bit of a Deadpool for Laura McKinney bit of a little kind of Deadpool creation something wacky something okay. she has a she has a pet honey badger um, another honey badger so honey the badger actual honey badger. honey badger yeah she she has a little thing that fights the animal the honey yeah, badger yeah so she has one of them as a pet um, I have a friend whose nickname is the honey badger Oh, that's nice. His name's Philip as well. Actually, <laughs> you got a lot of Phils in your life. I got a lot of Philips. No wonder you give them so many nicknames. Ben, we, um, were, we were we were talking about this, and yeah. I said there has to be a good example, Ben, of something exactly like bloody Iron Fist, and I couldn't think of one. And then just before you came over, literally an hour and twenty minutes ago, not only did I think of an example, I thought of an example which is almost exactly the same as. Uh, what happened in Iron Fist ladies and gentlemen this is very intense Michael is shaking I'm, a pen at me I'm pointing my pen it's not my Boulder Media pencil I lost oh, that there oh, it goes so if Boulder Media wants to send us some more pencils one really thing that. one thing Michael I wanted <laughs> Benjamin here's the thing right do you remember the 60s no or the 70s no do you remember Captain Marvel yes the the Kree super soldier from Marvel Comics who came to Earth yes and do you remember his girlfriend Carol Danvers Yes. Carol Danvers wasn't a very important character. No. She was essentially his love interest and possibly his secretary. Soon to be fridged. Yes. Very much like... Fridge fodder. Then she got involved in an explosion. Ooh. And his powers passed on to her. Oh. And then he died. Oh. And she took on his name. Oh. Well, she didn't take on his name, did she? Oh. She became Miss Marvel. Oh. As you know, the 70s. Ah, stuff that. <laughs> I think I nailed that, by the way. Um, I'd like that on record, ladies and gentlemen. If you liked my O's and A's and would like to see a future segment called Ben's O's and A's, I know, I really uh, let us know down below. If you don't want it, you can just keep it to yourself. 
<laughs> so Ben, yeah, Miss uh, Cap- Miss Marvel slash Captain Marvel. <laughs> I've confused Michael. Um, go on, yeah. Miss Miss Marvel slash Captain Marvel is a bloody great example of this happening yeah. because she's become phenomenally popular. It really, I always felt she was a little bit pushed onto us. They really didn't know what to do with her for years and years and years yeah. because she was Miss Marvel. She was Warbird. She was binary. Yeah. She binary binary. I don't remember the binary. Phase. Binary is when she can go super saiyan. She can go nova. Wow. And she can summon the power of a neutron star or oh, something her. like that. And she goes all. She's wearing a white costume and there's all lines. Flowy hair stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's her. It's her dark phoenix mode. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, Classic. And then she became Captain Marvel. Oh. And now. We're getting a bloody film of her, Ooh. which is exactly, Ben, it's a bloody throwback to what I was saying earlier about if this had happened. I, what I'm saying is, I don't think there is anyone in the world who's upset that no, that's that Marvel was replaced by a woman. Yeah. Or even more specifically, because there, uh, there undoubtedly were people who were Absolutely. upset by that. But even more specifically, I don't think that there is anyone in the world who's upset. No, there definitely is. But I'm going to finish the thought anyway, but then you can contradict me. Anymore? Uh, no, I don't think there's anyone in the world who is upset that we're getting a Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, she's a lady. I think people movie. are losing their fucking minds that we're getting a Captain Marvel, Brie Larson movie. No, but that's not what I'm saying. Let me finish my sentence, you son of a bitch. I'll let, I'm going to let, <laughs> let you finish. Do you want to do, do the, I'm going to let you finish? I'm going to let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. You say something like, "I'm gonna let you finish," but but Brie, Brie Larson has the best. Beyonce's movie. video was ridiculous. <laughs> um, best film of the century. Best video of the century. Stop it, Kanye. Beignet West. Uh, so a beignet is a sweet dessert from New Orleans. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a donut. Interesting um, fact: I am shaped like a donut. <laughs> you can't, you can't see it, but I'm covered in powdered sugar. Oh, right let me finish my sentence. <laughs> um, no, uh, there on. is no one in the world who is upset that we're getting a Captain Marvel movie, and it's Carol Danvers, not the Cree soldier Marvel. Yeah, fair enough. Which is exactly my point earlier about how, if Colleen Wing had taken the mantle of the Iron Fist. In the 60s. We'd all be fine with it now. Yeah, because time heals all wounds. That's pretty what I'm saying. Or time heals all butthurt. If you'd like to use American parlance. But uh, generally speaking... No, butthurt as in the the common usage of the phrase to to denote when a neckbeard has a meltdown. Yeah, I know. know Okay, sorry. For for listeners, butthurt in that particular context is what we use to describe... stop uh, explaining butthurt. Sorry. I just want to keep people included. Um, interestingly, they seem to be meshing all that together. She is a Cree soldier in the movie. Well, it looks like Jude Law is playing Captain Marvel. Yeah, she's going to take over from him. She's yeah. in Star Force by the looks of things. Yeah, with Digimon, Digimon, Digimon Hansu, uh, Digimon. He is the champion. Oh yeah, Digimon. Digimon, Digimon Hansu, Digimon Hansu. Yeah, she's in there with him. But I said it to the tune of Digital Monsters, Digimon. I'm not entirely against having the old uh, Ronan the Accuser back. I'd like to see a bit more. I got the Ronan the Accuser Marvel Legends action figure today. Did you? Yeah, it's downstairs. I'll show you later. Oh, excellent. Much anticipated. Um, anyway, other examples, Michael, from, from that particular topic. Well, Ben, we had... Oh, hang on. Yeah, we've pretty much run out of time. Run so run let's time. do a couple of shout-outs for what some people recommended for us. Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, it was uh, Lights, Camera, Tentacles. Lights, Camera, Tentacles, Ben, 
Good he, egg. He's a very good egg. He has an Instagram account where he does articulated comic book art. Very good. And I think he is running the game on articulated comic book art on Instagram. Yeah. He does some stories. My favourite is the sword and the star beast. Yeah, but what is a star beast? Well, it's the aliens. It's the xenomorphs from aliens versus ah. sword, the the... Marvel Comics. The Marvel Outer Space Defense Force thingy. Yeah, and he's British, I think. So he has a very British slant on it. So there's Captain Britain is in it. Psylocke is in it. Kitty Pride. It's actually so a very good story. Yeah. It's very... He does it in a kind of weekly cliffhanger. Installment. Weekly Like a serialized novel. Yeah. And nice. it's, it's really enjoyable. So get on that. Anyway, um, but he, yeah, he gave us a massive list of, of stuff to work through. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he prefers a Z-list character, as yeah. he put it himself. Um, so he has a whole bunch of things. We have uh, Machine Man, Jocasta, Puma, Death's Head. Uh, Death's Head famously being one of Marvel's... Well, 2000 AD... At one point? No, Mar- Death Head is a Transformers character, actually. Oh, in this case? No, that's the interesting thing. Death Head oh. was a bounty hunter from the Transformers, but when the Transformers were still at Marvel. Oh. So now he kind of exists in both universes. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben, I don't know how that's going to go down with listeners. You're just going, oh, a lot. Look, you Do can you think see- it takes away from the conceit? Look, you can bloody see the waves on the thing where it's just like, there's where Ben went, oh, six times in a row. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ben, do the wrap-up. Uh, he gave us a bunch of stuff to work through. Um, let me try and get through this as much as possible. Machine Man, Jocasta, Puma, Death's Head, mm-hmm. Maggot, Marrow, Random Anachronism, uh, Kenji... Uedo mm-hmm. um, Spitfire Elsa Bloodstone uh, I like Elsa Bloodstone Elsa Bloodstone is from Overkill apparently Elsa Bloodstone is a Marvel character as well yes. she has a red hair is she is she a, a she's kind a monster of blade hunter. era yeah thing? she's a monster hunter who has a special totem that gives her like slightly above human abilities is it a bloodstone Yes, I think it is. Um, and she uh, she carries rifles and stuff. She was in a very good comic, which I think Marvel retroactively made not canon, called Next Wave, which is here. Oh, look, there it is. There she is there. She is in that with Machine Man, Aaron Stack. Machine Man was an enemy of... Oh, that was Machine Smith, who was an yeah. enemy of Captain America. Yeah. Wow. And Machine Man is a, is a robot man. Then there's the other Captain Marvel, hmm. uh, Monica Rambeau. I see. Uh also known as Photon, also known as oh, Spectrum, also known as everything. Great vampire uh, killer if you read the Blade series from 2005. That is, um, that's, uh, oh God, Tabitha, but what's her superhero name? Uh, boom Boom from the oh, 90s X-Men. Boom Boom, go shake the room. And that's the captain, who might be called Captain Fuck or Captain Seaward oh. or something. Oh. Captain America beats him up for using the name the captain. Uh it's a very good comic. Tabitha's an interesting... Boom Boom's an interesting character. Yes, she one is. Of, one of the great characters of X-Men Evolution. The mini animated series. Very good series, series yeah. Ben, do the wrap-up. Um, sorry. Rambling. Yeah, anyway, Rambling Rob also gave us all the stuff about X-23, so we don't mm-hmm. want to disclude him. Big shout-out to Rambling Rob there on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have Give Rambling any... Rob's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Rambling Rob, yeah, he's on YouTube. He's also on Instagram. Give him a go. He does voiceover work and all kinds of other cool things, so go check him out. Um, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you to everybody who took a look at the video and gave us an L shout or... 
whatever. Um, and overall, <laughs> he's forced he's <laughs> himself. Sorry, I'm very tired, ladies and gentlemen. We are on Instagram. We yeah. are on Facebook. We yeah. are on YouTube. Yeah. You can get in touch with us here at the YouTube channel. We are, of course, on SoundCloud. Yeah. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, please don't forget us over on iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. Every review helps. We would like you to review us even if it's a even no just give us good reviews just actually. good reviews um, no bad reviews He's also do you have any characters who managed to uh, kind of slip under your guard there and, and get right on any side characters that took over your heart um, Kato from the Green Hornet Kato from the Green Hornet was instantly better mm. also in that terrible Seth Rogen movie yeah I but much that preferred was, Kato that was the conceit of the Seth Rogen yes, movie I, was I, that I, Kato was the competent one yeah there are lots of things where that's the conceit Inspector Gadget is another one famously where Penny, Penny his sidekick is, yeah. is the real brains of the operation yeah. or Tonto and the Lone Ranger yeah. at least in the, in the new version well, let's not go back to Depville um, okay so ladies and gentlemen that's all from us bye, bye. <laughs> I love how weirdly stilted you were at the end there